Instead of believing and listening to your fears and taking those as truth, I want you to create and write down evidence for if your fears are true or if they're not true. You're listening to the Rich and Hired Podcast with Chelsea Stokes. Chelsea is a former recruiter for one of the top media companies in the world who transitioned her dream job after years of corporate burnout. Today, she's a career coach who has helped hundreds of women all over the world upgrade their careers, lifestyle, mindsets, and bank accounts. Listen in each week as she dives into the unconventional topics that can help you get to the next level of your career and life. Don't forget to rate and subscribe if you love the podcast. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Rich and Hired podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how to get motivated to make a career change. And this is something that I solicited from my social media online. I asked you guys what you wanted to hear about, and a lot of you said that you wanted to understand just how to actually go ahead, get your butt in gear, get going, and actually make a career change. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about something very exciting that's going to be happening later this month. I am going to be hosting a free masterclass called Career Drip. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is going to be a super sexy, super fun, just absolutely abundant masterclass. I highly doubt you will have ever attended any sort of professional development training like this. This masterclass is going to be all about how to create a more feminine career. And this doesn't assign to your gender. So it doesn't matter if you're male, female, non-binary, whatever. This is about energetics. And so much of work has been focused around hustle and grind and pressure. And I don't see that really working for a lot of people. That is more masculine energy, but it's more toxically masculine. So I am a big believer that everyone can benefit from creating a more feminine career, that that can bring in magic to your career. And that is what this masterclass is going to be about. This masterclass is taking place on Tuesday, September 19th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. If you can attend live, you can get the replay for a limited time, but it's only going to be available to you if you register. So you do need to register to get the replay. If you want to sign up, you can sign up at chelseastokes.com slash career trip. I can't wait to see all of you there. It's going to be absolutely amazing, and I'm super excited about it. So to dive in to today's topic, I want to talk about how to get motivated to make a career change. I think it's so normal to feel like you don't want to make a career change because you feel like it's going to be this big undertaking. You're comfortable with where you're at. Maybe you really just, it can be so hard to get that fire to want to make a career change. I also feel that it's really difficult when you feel like, you don't know what you're doing. You're not getting the results you want. So I'm going to talk today just about some of the things that you can do to start to really get going and get motivated to make a career change. It's so easy to get complacent in our careers. And certainly there are seasons in our careers. I think about the seasons, you know, winter, spring, fall, summer, summer being a time for action, fall being a time for, you know, evaluating your career, 
winter maybe being a time for rest and rejuvenation and spring being about planning and making moves. And these seasons don't necessarily assign to the actual seasons. Like you can be in a winter in your career in the summer, but you actually can use the energetics of the earth to elevate your career. So that's something we're going to have to cover somewhere else. But I want you to just understand that it's okay to have times in your career where you are just resting or planning and, and not making moves. That being said, I do find more often than not that people are not making moves in their careers because they're fearful, they don't believe their next step can happen. There's not that urgency. And if you're someone who is craving a change career-wise, you're going to have to create that urgency in order to elevate your career and get the things that you want. Now, on this unhealthy end of urgency, there's hitting this breaking point. So a lot of times I find people come to me at the last minute. They're like, I need a career change immediately. I'm burnt out. I've been feeling this way for a long time or I got let go. And obviously, you know, being let go is something that none of us want to go through, but there actually are ways to prevent or to help your layoff if you do get let go to help yourself get into a job faster. But it's if you have a situation in your career where you want to make a change, but you're just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, you don't want to get to that breaking point. You don't want to get to the point where you're let go and you wanted to make a change anyway, where you're completely burnt out because you're not going to be able to make a really thoughtful change, or it's going to be very difficult to make a very thoughtful change if you are at that breaking point. Typically, if you are feeling that way, you're going to be in survival mode, your nervous system might be fried. And when you're in that state, your brain waves are literally incoherent. Like It's like you're literally just operating at the minimum amount of energy that you can possibly operate at. So think about how that's going to impact your career and job search. If you're not operating at full capacity, if the car doesn't have a full gas tank, you're not going to be able to operate in the same way when you're feeling not even 100%, but like 70, 80, 90%. So I'm hoping that this episode will help some of you not wait until the absolute last minute to make a career change. And if you know me, or if you don't know me, then you should know that I am so big on making thoughtful, intentional career changes that serve you, using your career as a resource to elevate your life. And the only way to do that is to make career changes before you get to that breaking point. So this episode hopefully will encourage, motivate some of you to start planning your career changes a little bit sooner rather than waiting to the point where you're so dissatisfied, you're undervalued, you're underpaid, whatever it might be. Let's try to think about the context of this episode in getting career changes, planning career changes sooner than us getting to that survival mode point. So to avoid getting to this breaking point, if you're at a point where deep down you know you want and you need to make a career change, maybe there's even just this little voice, this quiet voice that you feel you can't get rid of. This is the way I felt when I needed to make a career change. I felt this little voice inside me that was like, you need to get out of the situation. I do want to be clear though. It's so easy for the logical mind to overpower this tiny intuitive voice. 
And so we're going to kind of be going about this episode today, kind of trying to make friends with that logical side, right? Because sometimes the logical decision is not the right decision for you. And sometimes the logical decision decision can actually keep you stuck and can cause harm to your career. So we're going to be talking about that today. And basically there's going to be three things we're going to cover in terms of how to get motivated to make a career change. Number one is understanding the vision. Number two is evaluating your fears. And number three is asking yourself, what is the cost? So the first thing is looking at the vision. People are often unmotivated to make change in their lives, whether it is starting a habit like going to the gym or making career changes because they lose sight of the vision. So here's how most people approach any sort of change you want to make in your life. Let's use the example of losing weight. It's the beginning of the year. Everyone wants to lose weight, right? And what does everyone do? They sign up for a gym membership. Natural, right? Because if you're going to want to lose weight, you're going to have to lift some weights. You're going to have to run on the treadmill, whatever. So you sign up for the gym. Maybe you look up some workout plans on Pinterest or on the internet. Maybe you do get a trainer, which is great, you know, getting support with you know, the capabilities that you need to kind of fill the gaps in losing weight. Maybe you start meal prepping or deciding, you know, hey, we're going to go out less, whatever. You start with your behaviors. At least that's how most people start. But the problem with this is that is really hard to stick to for an extended period of time because that first kind of initial motivation, it fades and it usually fades fast. Most people abandon their New Year's resolutions by, I think it's February 2nd, really early on. So if you want to stick to something and if you want to get motivated to whether it's going to the gym, like I said, or making a career change like we're covering in this episode, it's really important to first understand the vision. Why do you? Why did you feel like you wanted to make a career change in the first place? Who does it impact beyond you? What is the best case scenario? And what really is your bigger goal? By taking a step back and looking at that vision and also how that vision kind of spreads and impacts not only you, but the people around you, it is so much easier to stick to a habit or a goal because what this is going to do is it's going to motivate you to just kind of see beyond kind of the initial day to day. If you're going to think about job searching and just think about like what you're going to have to do day to day, you're going to be thinking about like submitting applications and you know, going and fixing your resume and all that stuff that like nobody likes to do, which side note, I think that you can make that a lot easier and more fun than what it is. But if you're going to be thinking about all those things, right. And kind of thinking about the behaviors that you have to change to get what you want, that's not going to motivate you because that's not fun. (laughs) That is not fun at all. That is boring. That is going to make it feel like every day is just a drag and nobody wants that. But when you start to think about the larger vision and how this is going to impact you, the people around you, your community, it's so much easier to get motivated and to stick to what you wanted to do in the first place. So I challenge all of you listening, if you're thinking about making a career change, to write down your vision. What do you want to accomplish? And the ideal scenario, what would your life look like in terms of your career and your life outside of work 
in the next six to 12 months. Write that down. If you also want to do some manifesting, write that down in first person and see how that shifts your energy to feel motivated to go after what you want. I can pretty much guarantee you're going to feel more motivated when you look at that rather than looking at, oh, I got to go fix my resume or fix my LinkedIn. Look at the vision. That's going to help motivate you. The second thing that you need to overcome to get motivated to make a career change is to evaluate your fears. Fear is the number one thing that keeps us stuck. And I know that fear is basically the flower (laughs) that is started by the seed of feeling uncomfortable. So follow with me in this comparison for a minute. Nobody wants to get uncomfortable. Our bodies are programmed for the path of least resistance. We want to stay comfortable. It's called your comfort zone for a reason because you don't want to leave it. Our bodies are literally programmed for survival. So this is something that's so fascinating to me. There are parts of our brain that literally have not evolved since the time we were cave people. And this goes beyond into like nervous system regulation and us feeling like threats in modern day are like the same kind of threats. Like if you were trying to protect yourself from a lion, but in the context of this episode, staying comfortable and being able to predict day to day is essential in your brain's mind to your survival because it knows what's going to happen day to day and it can protect you because ultimately your body wants you to to survive. And in order to survive, it wants balance, it wants homeostasis, it wants things to be comfortable. However, obviously in this modern day, that doesn't always serve us, especially when it comes down to our careers, right? You can stay in a career your whole life that doesn't serve you financially, growth-wise, fulfillment-wise. You absolutely can do that. And many people do because it's just easier to stay comfortable. And I just want to be clear, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with staying comfortable. I'm not saying one is right or wrong. I'm just asking, what do you want out of your career and life? And if you feel like you want more out of your career and life, then I guarantee you, you have to get out of your comfort zone in order to get that. So you're going to have to leave your comfort zone in order to get to that next level, right? Because you, we can't predict it. We can't predict the future. You don't know what's next. And so you're not going to be able to know what's next. And so your body is going to feel uncomfortable. I think that once you just embrace the idea that making a career change is going to feel uncomfortable, it might feel weird in your body. It's going to feel a little sticky. That makes things feel so much easier about career changes when you just embrace that it's going to feel a little uncomfortable and your body's going to resist it. Now, like I said, being uncomfortable is like that seed. And from that seed of uncomfortability sprouts fear. Because what happens is when you say to your brain, okay, like we're thinking about making this career change, your brain's going to start to throw everything at you to make you not do that. Because again, your brain wants you to know what's next. It wants that predictability. So it's going to start saying things like, oh, well, How do you know it's going to be better? How do you know you're going to be able to make more money? What if this is the most that you can make? What if your manager finds out? What are your friends going to think? All of the things, right? All of the negative thoughts that you could possibly think your brain is probably going to throw at you when you're thinking about making a career change. So I just want to 
validate that you are going to likely feel a little bit fearful about making that change. But all this, being uncomfortable, feeling a little bit of fear, it is all normal. It is all a part of the process. And it is especially a part of the process if you are someone with big career goals and if you want to make a big career change. You are going to feel more fear and more uncomfortable than the average person that that's just trying to make, you know, get to the same level or, you know, just make a tiny little up level. If you really want to bring in more money, you want to have more balance, you want to bring in these things, it's going to feel a little bit scary. So what I encourage you to do is to look at those fears head on. I always talk about cultivating awareness. I think just I describe this to my clients as like looking at the monster under the bed, right? Let's not ignore the fears. Let's open the closet, look under the bed and say, hey, fears, I see you. I validate you and it's okay. And ultimately what you're doing here is you're getting in touch with your inner child because a lot of these fears are likely coming or stemming from your childhood and a belief that was formed during childhood, right? To give you an example, for me, I don't know what happened when I was a kid. I must have seen a movie like The Jungle Book or something. I always felt like I was going to be an orphan, right? Which is just like so crazy to say out loud, but I really did feel like that. And so as an adult, how that manifested is I always felt like no one's going to be able to provide for me. I have to always provide for myself and I have to always have all this money and I have to be so cautious and thoughtful about the changes I'm making because no one's going to support me, right? So whatever movie or thing I saw when I was a kid planted that belief and that manifested into my adult life and impacted my career and my decisions. So certainly they're so deep that you can go with this inner child healing, but the first step really is to just look at those fears and acknowledge them. Stop pushing them away. Look at them acknowledge them, cultivate that awareness. That's going to take those fears from like a 10 to at least like a nine or eight. That's going to knock them down right away because you're no longer just like pushing them away again. Like you're a kid scared in bed, like, oh my God, is there a monster under the bed? No, you're looking at them. You're looking at them in the face and you're acknowledging them. And that's going to make it way less scary. The second thing I encourage you to do is Instead of believing and listening to your fears and taking those as truth, I want you to create and write down evidence for if your fears are true or if they're not true. So what this is basically doing, it's kind of like if you went to court, right? If you had to go to court with your fears and say, I am trying to prove that this is true, you would have to give evidence. You have to give evidence for why it would be true or why it would not be true, right? The two sides of the the court, the defense and the prosecution. So do this with your fears, write them out, right? What evidence do I have to support this fear? Let's say I'm not going to make more money in my next step. Okay. What, what evidence do you have for that? Have you actually looked at job descriptions? Have you talked to people in the path that you want to go? Do you even know the next step that you want to take? Do you know if actually you might be qualified for something more? Is there potential and potential evidence that actually you might actually be able to make more money and that you can move up a higher level and you just don't know it because you haven't been able to grow your career in that way? I know I said actually like three times before there, but you get what I mean, right? 
you want to look at these fears and write down the evidence for and against them. This is really going to allow you to break them down and again, kind of looking that fear in the face and actually tackling it rather than just believing these things as truths. Because I can pretty much guarantee for all of you listening, probably 99.9% of your fears are not true. They're just things that are keeping you stuck. And if you want to feel motivated to make a career change, you're going to have to overcome those fears, embrace that uncomfortability, and that's going to really help you a ton to move past them. The third thing you're going to look at if you want to be motivated to make a career change is to ask yourself, what is the cost of me staying in my current position? Now, of course, you can think about this financially. And given that the majority of my following is female-based and I mainly help women, I want to give you this really crazy statistic. Women lose over half a million dollars over the course of their careers from their first ever position to their last position by not making career changes soon enough and by not negotiating salary properly half a million dollars left on the table because not only are you not negotiating properly, which is a whole nother topic, but because you're not making career changes soon enough. I will link in the show notes more information about this if you'd like to know. But this is so important because if you are not making career changes, just thinking about like inflation, right? Inflation right now at the time of this is being recorded, I think is about 3%, but previously it was at like 9%. So if you weren't getting at least a 9% raise, you were losing 9% of your salary. Let's say you got a 3% raise and inflation was at 9%. You are losing 6% on every dollar that you make. You are losing money. And this is going to continue to happen. I mean, inflation is going to go up and down. And not only that, throughout the course of your career, you're going to have more expenses. Maybe you're going to get married, have kids. Maybe not. Maybe you're just going to have dogs, cats, whatever, a home. But if you're not going to bring in more wealth throughout your career, you're not building your net worth. And so it is best for you to make career changes that are going to bring in more wealth. Of course, strategically, I'm not saying make a change you know, every couple months just to get the most money. Do this strategically, but thinking about the statistic, right? This is just like, this is not just like some made up thing. This is a real thing that happens, especially for women. So financially, you're literally going to be losing money if you don't make career changes soon enough. But not only that, I want you to think about the physical cost, the mental costs, the emotional costs, the lifestyle costs, because there is a cost that is beyond financial. So thinking about physically, you know, if you are someone that's feeling burnt out, what are the potential impacts on that, on your body? I don't know if you all know this, but burnout can take three to five years to actually show up as symptoms. And that happened for me. I was burnt out for three years. And then after three years, I developed a gluten allergy, which I am certain was because I was burnt out and I was in survival mode. So there is a physical impact and a cost to that. What is that going to cost potentially in medical treatments, in getting medications, in seeing doctors? How is that going to impact you later on? This is like, you think about people who work till they're 65 and then they retire and then a year later they have a heart attack. Like, 
F that noise. <laughs> like I will never again work in a career where I am feeling burnt out and it's physically affecting my body because the cost of that is priceless. My health is priceless and I will never let a company, a job, anything, even myself impact that. So think about the physical cost. And of course the mental and emotional cost. If you are someone that is feeling like your company is starting to affect you that way, whether it's you're feeling like you're underutilized and it's affecting your worth, or if you're truly in a toxic situation, you know, what is it going to cost to go to therapy and unpack that? Or how is, you know, having that damage done to you going to affect your relationships and how you enjoy life? I think that's really important to think about as well. And then, like I said, too, like just the lifestyle benefits. If you are keeping yourself from your ideal lifestyle, whether that's building your family or traveling the world, whatever it might mean, are you costing yourself the life that you could have? Because that cost to me is literally just not worth any job. So maybe you'll sit down and realize, okay, you know, the cost of me staying actually really isn't that bad and I want to stay. If that's the case, wonderful. But if that's not, I really encourage you to break down what the cost might be financially of you staying if you know you can make more money or you think you can make more money, what it might be physically, what it might be mentally and emotionally, and what lifestyle you might be keeping yourself from if there's something that you want more of. That's all we have for today and how to get motivated to make a career change. To recap what we covered today, the three things I want you to think about to get motivated to make a career change is number one, to look at the vision, look at the big picture, who is this impacting, what are the big goals? Number two, to evaluate your fears and to look at those head on by cultivating awareness around them and creating evidence for or against them. And number three is to evaluate the costs financially, physically, emotionally, lifestyle-wise, look at those costs. If you're looking at these three things and getting them down on paper or in your head or talking to someone, whatever it might be, I can guarantee that this is going to help you to get more motivated to make a career change if that's what you need at this level of your career in life. So I hope this episode helps you. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we love to hear from you. So please give us a rating and let us know what you thought of this episode. If you want to know about the next episode coming out, if you're enjoying this podcast, you can follow and subscribe. And as a reminder, my masterclass career drip is going to be happening later this month. I would love to see you all there, especially if you're loving this podcast, you are going to love this masterclass. So sign up at chelseastokes.com slash career drip today. I will see you guys in the next episode and I'll talk to you soon.